Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm a feminist, but yeah. lately, lately, I have not been doing as much activism as party planning because a few people in my life are turning round numbers and so I have this year had to do a lot of party planning but I didn't realise how much the party planning was taking over my life until the other day I was typing um, in my phone I was texting somebody and it was about an amnesty project and I texted justice as in we need justice I saw it happen in front of my eyes. My autocorrect changed it to just ice. I was just like, oh, ice. it knows me. It knows what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. It, just, knows, it knows you ain't shit. It's yeah. like, you are just, just ice. You want ice. To be fair, I had just been trying to book a margarita machine for a party. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. The world needs more ice. I mean... <laughs> I, to be, and also Debs like what a lot of people don't know I met Debs like maybe five five six years ago mm. and it was my I had my 30th coming up and Debs mm. like I know that you're saying recently you started party planning mm. Debs threw me the best 30th birthday party mm. ever so like I don't know whether Just Ice has just appeared or whether secretly that's yeah. just your phone yeah. I, I do love a round number birthday as long as it's not mine. I am a feminist, but I do not like an audience watching me getting older. I have no interest in it. You will never come to my birthday party. You will never know how old I am. You might think you know. You don't. It's sensitive Because there are ten different ages on the internet. I have thrown them out there, scattered them widely. You go to Wikipedia, you try to find out. No, you, you can't, because it says everything from 27 to 64 on the internet. And, it, and why are you trying to find out? What's wrong with you? Susan McComber, do you have an I'm a feminist bar? I do have an I'm a feminist bar. I am a feminist bar. I haven't gone to any festivals this year because I couldn't be asked. And... Um, Everyone was saying, oh, festivals are back. And I was like, I don't believe you. They're not. And then I watched Glastonbury from my, um, from my flat. And I was like, oh, mm. shit, it's back, isn't it? Mm. Um, so I should probably do a festival. And uh, the reason, the sole reason uh, why I've decided to come to Wilderness is because uh, the fa- my favourite thing happens at a festival mm. is that I get hundreds, if not thousands, 
of white guilt compliments about oh. how beautiful. No, no, no. Yes. I'll fucking take it. It is big. <laughs> The shittiest oh lockdown. My God, Queen. Do you want to stop me? Be like, yes, yes. I'm gonna fucking take it. Please, thank you. You'll see me around in feathers. Please. I just want to say, I'm now going to give a 10 second recess for anyone to shout a compliment at Susan Wacoma. No pressure. You breathe like a goddess. Thank you so much. I breathe like you a goddess. You breathe like a goddess. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I meant that. Kima. No white girl over here. <laughs> Don't have any. Kima Bob, any I'm a feminist bots for us? Yeah. Okay, and this is like... Uh, oof. It's not like ha-ha-ha-ha, but like <laughs> recently... We'll be the judge of that. Okay. Don't tell us how funny things are. Oh, I do that too. Sorry, sorry, I'm so bossy. <laughs> Who am I, Khalees? Um, <laughs> so, basically, recently I've been, like, digging through a bit of uh, childhood trauma. Do we know it? Have we heard of it? Are we yeah. familiar? <laughs> um, and it's been so fun. I love it. Um, and I feel so bad, though, because it's like, my dad is so consistently disappointing that I'm, like, less upset with him, even though his offences in comparison to my mom's are probably worse. But I'm just like, you're a mother! And that's oh, not very feminist, is yes. it? Yes. Yeah. We expect more of women. We it's really do. Like, I am so much more disappointed by Pretty Patel than I am mm. by Boris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah! I know that's it's not... Yeah. You should know you're brown. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Fucking come the fuck off. Yeah, because... Boris comes here like, dick. Yeah, because that's... I don't expect more from him. And Honestly, I we don't. That, like, and we don't expect a lot from, like, dads really at all. Like, no. all you, you do you know what I mean? If you have a video and it's, like, a dad holding a kid, everyone's like, <laughs> look at this saint, look at this king. It's true, it's yeah. true. He holds his own child oh, lot. Wow. Yeah, my ovaries ache. It's true. They, they often share those ones on TikTok where it's like a dad, a Do daughter dancing or oh. something like that. Or like a dad doing their daughter's hair. Oh, I like, love that. And they're always it, fucking it up as well. <laughs> you're not even doing Every a good time job. I see her, I'm like, her edges are going to be gone by 15. Yeah, you're pulling, you're pulling it too tight, sir. Too tight. Too tight, sir. But it is adorable, though. Do you not get the feels when you see it? Absolutely fucking not. Do you not? No. Do you not? Touch my not? hair? No. It gives me that near my fucking hair. To be fair, the man Shine. isn't actually touching your hair. He's touching the hair of his child. But I feel it intensely. Like, I feel like it's an attack on me. Like, when you're... What sort of propaganda is this? Yeah. What are you doing? I, I, I understand. I understand. I feel like the way my childhood drama is set up, I just... I get really annoyed when I see, like, videos of people treating, like, babies nicely. <laughs> like, I'm just like... Fucking neglect that child. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They don't video that. No one's uploading the videos of their neglect. Show me that shit. That's true. No. That's yeah. true. There's a reason no, that, fuck that. There's a reason that, that children dogs. being neglected doesn't oh. take off on TikTok. Oh, though, people love it. Oh, people love to treat their dogs so good. Fuck those dogs. Just, just to be clear, if yeah, you have got it. any footage of a dog being neglected, please don't put it don't on TikTok. Put it on. 
No, but uh, I've got to say, I've got my, one of my really good friends, Rebecca, she's got two teenage boys and she treats them like, she's absolutely in love with them. She treat, you know, she really understands that. Ugh. These are two, I know, yeah, exactly. We're coming on to it. So she treats them like, these are two individuals mm. who, you know, they're in my care and I'm raising them. And every time I'm with them, I'm just like, fucking disgusting. Like, I'm yeah. angry. And she'll be like, oh, I just love my boys. I'm like, it's never boys. Yeah, it's never yeah. It's a good thing. I want to raise them to be healthy individuals. I'm yeah. jealous. I'm just jealous. Yeah, no, I absolutely see what you're saying. What I'm concerned, <laughs> what I'm concerned for most, I'm concerned most for the women who have to date those men. Yeah, should sexual. they be straight? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's setting them up. She's setting them up. She's because she's being such a good mother. Standard too high. The standard's going to be yeah. so high. Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if you're a mother to sons, reasonable mm. bars for other women to clear yeah. future. Yeah. future yeah. Life. Yeah. And teach yeah. them how to do fucking laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some other complaints. Live from the Wilderness Festival, the Spontaneity Shop presents The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis-White, guest co-hosts Susan McComer and Kima Bob, and my very special guests, Imogen Clark and Chloe Odes. With music from Sam Fire. My most magnificent women, two of the most magnificent women I've ever met. Oh my have, god, that's huge! You know so many people. We're like the sugar babies. You are, you are both absolutely incredible. Um, have you brought us any "I'm a feminist" butts? Have you brought us any "I'm a feminist" butts? That's my, that's my question. Yeah. Yeah. These are confessionals. If you don't know the show. We confess things, okay? So I'll go first, okay? okay? Thanks. Just, I feel your... Break the ice. I have got, I have genuinely, I've done the work. <laughs> it's good to do the work. I'm a feminist, but on the way here, I couldn't find the forum. Funny thing happened to me on the way to the forum. Hey! hey! That's a Sondheim joke. That's very niche, yeah. but there was a lot of people who said yes, so we're in the right yeah. place. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking Sunday. about. I just it's an extremely uh, wildernessy joke, actually. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was, I was very oh, impressed. Right. And even here, it didn't do that well. But a funny thing happened to me on the way to the forum. I, I, st- I was trying to find the forum, so yeah. I asked a woman, Do you know where to go? Because I was up, there was just a bunch of tents. They said it would be clear. They lied. Mm. They always lie at festivals, it's never clear. And these two men came over to interrupt the woman who was wearing, I think, a proper vest, like mm. an info vest. And they were like, we know. And was it you, Andrew? Um, <laughs> those guys might be here, actually. Because they, they said they were going to come to the show. Um, but then they, I said to them, oh, no, that's what happened. I said to them, I'm so sorry to interrupt your story about being strip-searched. That's what happened. It was me. I've, re- I've really told the story poorly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you hear men who were talking about being strip searched just give us a cheer if you are they didn't come they didn't come they didn't come that's what happened that's what happened they said they were talking about they were telling a funny story about being strip searched they said it was a funny story were they white sounds so bad I'm afraid they were they were that's why it was a funny story carry on (laughs) they said it was a funny Susie it wasn't my story they said it was a funny story they said it was a funny story 
I said, I'm sorry to interrupt your funny story about being strip searched. However, oh, oh, I wish I hadn't started this. You've got, <laughs> you do have to finish it. I don't, I don't. And we're going to you, bird. So I, and uh, anyway, they then said, it's down there. A lady came up in an info vest, in a fluorescent uh-huh. vest, said she'd take me. Uh-huh. Is that lady here? Just give me a cheer. Yay! She came. Madeline. No, it's not Mad- Madeline. Georgina. Did I meet you so earlier? Close. I took a picture with you, darling. Hello, you're right. Nice one. She said, she said, I know, I officially work here and I'll walk you there. I just have to do something quickly. She went off and then the guys tried to take her back over the... St- anyway, I'm de- I was... <laughs> Because I decided I would hear the strip search story. I, that's Is that what you were like? No, not exactly. A bit. <laughs> you were like, yeah. it's like, where's Debs? Are we ready for some stand-up comedy? Yeah. Woo! How dare you? How dare you? I've killed the gig. I'm sorry. How dare no, I've never you? I've never seen you bomb. These people, they're still half thinking about the possible switch. Do you want to throw me on this bus? Ready for some <laughs> I'm trying. I'll do some stand-up comedy just to get out of this situation. I've never seen you bomb, Debs. No, I know, but we're in a tent that has all these different Also, angles. it is 360. I've got no I idea know, what I'm, I'm doing. This is where the do audience is. Also, there's some sound okay, coming over there. Before I bring you on to do comedy, let me check in. Let me check in. April, how's it going? Uh, your 4G isn't working. That's disappointing and not what we Disgusting. were hoping for to lift to this section of the show. Can I sit on that? Andrew, what have you got? Uh, I, I've made no. My 3G's not working. What is this bullshit? Okay, this wow. is... Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? Oh, there's a hat doing the rounds. Gina, what are you saying? I can bring the guests on. Okay, I can bring on the guests. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do comedy or do you want me to bring the guests I'll on? I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Please welcome to the mic the incredible Kima Bob! Ooh, I want to paint you like all of my French girls. Um, this is what a fun environment. They're like sounds coming from that way. And I like to think I have eclectic taste and whatnot, but I'm like, is that music or noise? Um, it's very confusing. Um, hey, my name is Kima Bob. Uh, I'm from America. It's bad. Um, it's true. These are just the facts. Um, I identify as pansexual, and my hair identifies as LGBT. <laughs> Thank you. It's very fun. Oh, wait, I need to do something. Okay, so basically, um, basically, I'm doing a TV thing, and I just need to kind of... Oh, God, there's a dragonfly. It's so beautiful. It's kind of... It's a little scary, isn't it? It's close to you. It's a bit scary. But I'm from a... I'm safely away, so it's cute to me. But I imagine if it was close to me, I'd be terrified. Wow, look at them scream. That's fun. But so majestic from up here. Right, I know, it's good. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought this dragonfly. It's actually a part of my set. Um, so good. So beautiful from far away. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so like I said, I'm pansexual, um, which to me means the same as being bisexual, except I feel like less old white people have heard of it, so I get more street cred. You know, it's just a more exotic strain of gay. Um, (laughs) But I feel like bi people don't get the respect that we deserve so often, and I'm fed up. I'm tired of it. Oh, it's like, it's like bi women are often treated like the perfect ingredient for a threesome. Like they're just all these uh, straight dudes walking around with their marriages crumbling. <laughs> like, oh God, how do I fix this? What do I do? Oh, should I be a better listener maybe? No, Chad, that's not it. Oh my God, no, 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 no. Uh, should I be more generous in the bedroom? Perhaps shut the fuck up. That's insane. Do you hear me? Is it music or noise? Like, what is it? What is this jazz madness over there? Honestly, like, whoever is booking this shit, we need to talk. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like dudes are walking around like, uh, like, oh, my marriage is falling apart, but maybe if I add a third person, like, maybe if I just sprinkle a bit of Carol on my failed marriage, she'll spice that shit up. And it's frustrating, because as Carol, I just want you to know that if you invite me into your broken home, I will be a problem, not a solution. Okay? I will not spice your shit up, but I will take your wife. So be careful. It kills me, man. And I feel like the disrespect can be like even worse for bi people within the LGBTQIA community. Like, even from within the Rainbow Mafia, it's just like, you're never queer enough. It was so frustrating. I was, um, I was going down on a lesbian that I was dating when she stopped me, which is insane. <laughs> Who does that? She stopped me, and she was like, sorry, just wait a second. There is something that has been bothering me. I just... Oh. I just don't think you can truly understand the lesbian experience if you are still dating men. And guys, I I think we can all agree that accent was so bad. (laughs) It was probably a hate crime. Um, Call whoever you need to call about it. Um, I'm not an impressionist. I just wanted you to know that she was French. (laughs) Which is not me bragging. It's just my life. But she was like, please, I don't think you can understand. Uh, To which I replied... What? Oh, I then had to plead with her all evening as I continued to remove her Pepe Le pubes from the back of my throat. So painful, so sad sometimes. Uh, and recently, for a little bit of torture, for a little variety, I've been fucking straight men again. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't understand the general groan that uh, we heard, it's because I have options but insist on eating from the trash. It's nonsense. Do better. Uh, and I've come across the worst of straight men. Uh, There might be some of them lurking tonight. Yep, I feel their presence. Um, It's a straight men that don't like to eat pussy. Yep, lock them up. Criminals. 
it's inconsiderate, it's immature, and I'm very defund the police, but I think we need a couple of them just for straight men that don't eat pussy. Put them in jail. It gets me. I'm just like, grow up. And, and let me preface this by saying, yeah, that not every straight man's girlfriend will have a vagina. And if you're a straight man and your girlfriend has a dick, you better be going down on her. You better be slobbing on that knob, sir. You better slob on that knob like corn on the cob. Yes. It's frustrating. It really gets me. Like, you have grown-ass straight men out here acting like pussy is leafy greens and it disagrees with their palate. Are you mad? You're not about to be out here treating my treasure chest like Brussels sprouts, bro. It gets me. And what frustrates me about it is as a queer woman, oh, I love me some Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Oh, I will nibble on those sprouts all day. I will wake up and have Brussels sprouts for breakfast. I will pop out of bed, look at the chef and say, I'm hungry. And she'll say, all I have is Brussels sprouts. Is that okay? And I'll say, is that okay? They're my favorite. Nom, 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 Oh, I'm about that life. I will nibble on those sprouts until my jaw hurts or the kitchen is closed. Do you hear me? Some of you are going, Kima, that's too far. No, not far enough. They need to know. Oh, it gets me. It's inconsiderate and it's immature. Because what gets me about it is like, Uh, They never don't want you to, like, go down on them, right? Like, they're never not looking for that. That's at the top of the menu. It's an aperitif or whatever the fuck. It gets me. It's inconsiderate and it's immature. And I think I understand the logic behind it. I think I understand their fear sometimes. Um, I think they're afraid that we take care of our genitalia the way that they take care of theirs. It makes sense, doesn't it? You're a bit afraid now, too. I just want to say that people with vaginas are meticulous with our shit, okay? We are constantly cleaning, self-cleaning organs, all right? People with vaginas are out here measuring pH. We are scientists at this point. We have chemistry sets. It makes no sense. And just, if you ever get it in your dirty dick mind, straight dudes that don't like to go down... That, that we're out here just being all willy-nilly with our stuff. Just keep in mind that you don't know one person with a vagina that has ever jacked off with a sock. Okay? That's not us. That's not what we do in our community. Okay? You don't know one person with a vulva that has ever been so horny that they dipped it into a warm pie. That's not what we do. But apparently it's so prevalent in the penis community that they made a film franchise about it, and that film franchise made over $200 million. Just the first movie. That's $200 million of crusty pie dick. Sorry, I get really passionate about these things. Obviously, I have a passion um, for oral. I think it's important. Um, Because back home, I was known for two things in my community and my ends. Um, And that was um, being bomb at giving oral sex to people of all genitalias and genders um, and boiling water. I was really good at boiling water and everyone knew. And now I've moved to the UK and you guys got all these kettles. It's really fucking with my flow, so I've had to specialize. Um, Thank you, Vic Kimabob, you've been lovely. 
honestly. Take a seat, Puma. Um, thank you so much. Hello, Guilty Feminists. It's Jessica Regan here from Big Speeches. Well, as the price of everything is going up, we have decided to lower our prices to make this training as accessible as possible. I teach the Big Speeches workshop for Guilty Feminist online on Sundays. Our upcoming dates are August 28th, Sunday, and September 25th, also Sunday. Both workshops take place at 3.30 p.m., and they'll run for three to four hours, depending on the number of attendees. We've lowered our full price tickets and our subsidized tickets. So do book as fast as you can, as they won't be around for long. Really looking forward to seeing you. Thank you for bearing with us. We're very happy to be back. Please go to guiltyfeminist.com forward slash big speeches to book your place now. Our guest today... Join us from Make Space for Girls, an organisation that campaigns for facilities and public spaces for teenage girls. Put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for Imogen Clark and Chloe Odes. Sit there. Microphone for you. You can speak into it with your mouth if you want. Okay. Speak into it with something else if you want. All right. So... Uh, Imogen, you were a lawyer for many years and you left to co-found Make Space for Girls. Uh, Chloe, you were supporting Make Space for Girls and you've trained as an architect and then you have spent your career in residential development. Um, And you both have an agenda. Can you tell us what Make Space for Girls is and why we should care about it? Okay. Oh, that works. When we make space, we get very excited because we remember teenagers. We go, teenagers, yay! We've got to provide them with something that's nicer than a chicken shop to go to after school. Yes, we've got to do this. So then we think, what are we going to give them? And we go, oh, teenagers, what are they like? Skates, skateboarding. They love skateboarding. All teenagers love skateboarding. We go, hurrah! We remember the teenagers. And they go, oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Maybe some of them want to do football. Yeah, football. So we're going to give them a mugger. A what now? A fenced pitch. M-U-G-A, multi-use games area. A mugger. We're going to give one of those. Because all teenagers like those. Yay! And then we collapse in a heap and we go, oh, thank God we've done with teenagers. Now we can get on with designing the rest of the world for everybody else. Because we've got it for teenagers. And we never bother to go back to those spaces and go, ooh, who's using those spaces? How are they doing? Well, now there's a funny thing. It turns out that all of these spaces are mostly used by boys. But not all boys, just some boys. So what about all the other teenagers? Why aren't we making spaces that work for all the other teenagers? And so we thought, we'd talk to a nice council, and we'd say, nice council, why don't you want to make a nice space that works for all teenagers? And they went, we have, it's a skate park. Uh. And we went, no, 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 look, here's the data, here's the data. The data shows that skate parks are great but they do not work for all teenagers. And they went, yes, that's lovely. We want a skate park. And we carried on having this conversation for quite a long time. And eventually we thought, well, we're going to have to do something about it. So we founded a charity and we started shouting. And that's what we do. Wow. I love that. So is the charity raising money to create these spaces and then where do you get the land or do you then go to the council and say we've now got the funding give us some land and we'll create the space no what we do is we talk to people 
because we're very good at talking to people. I was You're not, killing it. I just want to say right not, now, talking, talking to talking, people, talking, talking. fucking nailing yeah. it. Building stuff. No, 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 not so much. Not so much good at that. So what we do is we talk to people and we say, now, you've got some money there. What would you like to spend it on? And they go, oh, we've had a chat to the community. We're going to put in some CCTV and some lighting. And we go, oh, okay. Does anybody really want CCTV and lighting? And they go, well, they're worried about crime. So we're going to give them CCTV and lighting. Because we all know that CCTV makes women feel much, much safer. Every time I go out and I see a bit of CCTV, I go, oh, thank goodness Whoa. for that. I'm feeling so much more secure. Also, we, we know that CCTV stops crime. It so stops uh, crime. Yeah. 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 I mean, what's kind of weird is there's quite a lot of CCTV and yet surprisingly still some crime. Well, because what, you, what you're going to want to do with your CCTV is you're going to be like, oh, the crime has already happened, but at least we got it on tape. We got it on tape, exactly. Yeah, you look nicer when the crime happens. So, so then we go, well, look, look maybe, maybe let's not spend the £30,000 on CCTV and lighting. Maybe we spend it on something that make people feel more welcome in the park so we don't need the cctv and lighting so much so what do we want in the park well what, what i want in the park is irrelevant but what teenage girls and interesting quite a lot of teenage boys tell us they want in the park is things like swings okay it's so funny because gina who's my right hand woman who i work with she asked her tween who's non-binary what would make you want to go to the park because they don't want to go to the park anymore and immediately they said swings without any hesitation which I would not have necessarily thought that the Gen Zs and the you know the, the young ones would want swings I would swings. love a swing I know I'm not a teen but I would love a swing well funnily enough uh, somebody was telling me that they went to was it Georgina were you telling me that you went to the, the, the park with your daughter who's 16 and you just did swings and you yeah so swings, it's such an old-fashioned thing, but that's what the kids want. They're so fun, they're whimsical, they're timeless. Swings, baby, get into them. If yeah. you can fit, get into them. Do you enjoy a swing, Susie? I love a swing. In fact, we had... So we had um, I was child of the 90s, so we had a lot of money put into things like youth centres. Like that. I, we were completely spoiled and loads of different parks. And the thing that we had was a lot of the children in my area who didn't like home would always meet in the park and also parents all knew that we were always there and they could watch us or one you know parent could watch us all we were all in that space so for me growing up was always about swings or like spider webs or monkey bars or things like that which is now and it's curious because the park that was opposite my home that I would always go to all of that is gone what yeah, it's yeah, gone yeah. it's gone i understand i mean austerity is one thing but actually knocking down the swings is a particularly Tory move, isn't but it? Do, like, do you know what? But mow the swings down that were put up under Labour. But you know, I've been doing a lot of reading about healing your inner child, you know, because I'm on that flex. And one of the things that they say about adulthood, um, one of the things that heal us is play. Play that is not a hobby that earns you money. Like, just play for play's sake. And a lot of people can't engage with play as adults because they were either shamed for it as children or they didn't have it provided. So if you do not have the essence of play instilled in you as a child, you will grow up without that essence of play as an adult. So I think it's absolutely vital. Great point. What she said... And you don't even work for Make Space for Girls. I you don't. You accidentally just did the I campaign just, I for just them. play. Um, so, Chloe, how do you support this? And, and what is it that you'd like us to do in terms of, 
you know, campaigning for this? Do we need to give money to it? What is it that you want? Always give money um, to make space for girls. What I'm very conscious of is if uh, certain genders or, or minority genders don't feel welcome in spaces, um, that perpetuates through life. So it starts young. And actually what we want is people to feel welcome in the built environment because we all occupy it. It's super important that you feel you have a place there. Got it. And you take up space. Yeah. So making spaces where girls and people of minority genders feel safe and feel welcome. But also, as you said, like 70% of boys don't want to go to skate parks. So, you know, when you do make space for girls, lots of boys go, oh, that's the kind of place I want to be as well. I think that's the point. I mean, you know, we're called Make Space for Girls because we had to come up with something quite snappy. And make space for young teenagers who do not comply to a certain stereotypical form of masculinity did not fit on this certificate from the Charity Commission and looked rubbish on a T-shirt. So we make space for girls, but it's about creating more inclusive space. And there's a really good example in Sweden where they they found that parks were being used 80% boys, 20% girls. So they set a group of girls, 16 to 24, to design a space, which they did brilliantly, and the balance shifted to 50-50. So it wasn't that the boys didn't want to use it. They wanted to use it. It was welcoming to everybody, but it just wasn't excluding in the same way that some spaces do. And we don't want skate parks to go, but we want other things as well. And a lot of the boys are using the skate parks probably want to use the swings as well. You know, swings are where you chat. And skate parks is where you do stuff, and kids need to chat. You gotta need to talk grind to each other. on the rails, baby. You gotta do those ollies. You gotta kick, flip it back to the tricks, dog. <laughs> yeah, what she said, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has been to the yeah half, the half pipe, everyone. Uh, yeah. So, is there anything else, Chloe, you'd like us to know or do? Is there anything you came to say that you didn't get to say? What I think is super important is the built environment is a space for everybody, so they should be shaping it, um, whether it's teenagers, whether it's when you're at university, actually know that the built environment is a career path for everybody. It's not just one demographic. So get involved, get stuck in, and start making this built environment for you, for people who identify as you, for the, a reflection of the population, not just a minority. Wonderful. Check out Make Space for Girls. Go to their website. Share their message online and with people who can help and give us some money if you can. Speaking of money, um, I don't know where she is, but there was a nine-year-old girl in the crowd. Hello, what's your name? Oh, my God, I'm do you so come, sorry do you I talked out? about going down so much. Okay, while you come out and tell us your story, um, we've got a... We've got to bring on our... So while you're coming out to tell your story, we've got to bring on our musical guests, but they'll take a second to set up. So um, could you please put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for the wonderful Sapphire? <laughs> while Sapphire's setting up, just quickly tell us what you did. What's wrong? Sapphire? No, she's Sapphire. She's Safi. Safi. Okay. <laughs> that may be confusing. Whoa. You come out. Come out, Sapphire and do whatever it is that you need to do to set up. And then, Safi, can you please tell us, what did you do? Well, well, this is my mum's hat, and what we did is we went for a quick whip round, and and everybody passed the hat round and put some money in for donations. Yay! Do you know how much we got? Have you added it up yet? It looks like hundreds of pounds. We haven't added it up yet. It looks like hundreds of pounds. So, Guildford, Guildford refugees, do you want to come and take the money? 
We don't know, Safi, exactly how much it is, but if you could take... take if it's a lot of money. If you could take that money... You can't give the hat. Could you give the hat back to Safi's mum because she would like her hat back? And that's a wonderful thing. Thank you so much. What a wonderful, lovely act of spontaneous feminism. Thank you so much. All right. Um, it's really lovely. It just goes to show what we can do if we just come together and we can fix problems pretty immediately. We've got a space for you guys in Guildford. We've got a photographer. We've got some money. And I'm sure that uh, April and... and you, what's your name? And Jamie are going to raise you more money as well. JP. JP, like fresh meat. I see. Um, all right. Sampha, thank you so much for coming to join us. Can you please tell us what you're going to sing for us today? Um, first of all, thank you, Deborah. Thank you, The Guilty Feminist. What an amazing, amazing show. Um, I'm Sampha. I'm going to sing a couple of songs um, from my debut EP, which came out in February. Um, and I'm also going to sing a Guilty Feminist special at the end, um, which please all join in for if you're up for it. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming to join us. Take it away, Sapphire. It's a waiting game. So look ahead. It's what they say. Growing up's about the chase. Wait your turn and play for change. But turn over. Make your move, play for change But the weight did not gratify The delay could not satisfy So I paint with the end inside And pray that age would make it fine I'd flick on the TV A vicarious life, please Dreaming of ideals Deflecting what I'd feel Made with patience and faith
Vampire, everybody, download that single right now. If you can get 4G, otherwise do it later. <laughs> this next one's called Restless. <laughs> Feminist special, 
Um, and the idea is that if you feel like it, you can sing along um, and we can all exit and go on to the rest of our weekend and have an amazing time. Thank you, Sam Fire. Big round of applause for Kima Bob, Susan Wakoma, and our very special guest from Make Space for Girls, Chloe Limited. And a big thank you to Chet as well, Jojo on guitar. And thank you to everyone at the forum and at Wilderness for having us and for this incredible audience. Thank you so much. And thank you for Safi for raising all their money. And of course, big thank you to Deborah Brothers Way. Petrified, kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong. I learned how to get along, and so you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid love, I should have made you leave your key. If I know for just one second you'd be back to my
been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis-White, guest co-host Susan McComer and Kima Bob and our very special guests Imogen Clark and Chloe Oates and music from Samfire. The recording engineer was Bill Brooks. The Guilty Feminist theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge and produced by Nick Sheldon. The producer was Tom Selinski for The Spontaneity Shop. Thanks to Gina DCO, Rachel Craftman and everyone at The Wilderness as well as all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. Just to let you know what happened, Safi collected £350, somebody else immediately matched that, and somebody else donated a further £1,000. So £1,700 were donated in all, and the ball that started that rolling was Safi taking her mum's hat and handing it to the person next to her. Never think you don't have power to make a change, even if you're not yet a teenager and all you've got is your mum's hat. We can all make a change. This was a really beautiful show to be part of, and the energy in that tent was truly amazing. Why do you care about it? Okay, does this work? Is that not working? Is that working? Is this thing on? Is, the, is that thing on? This thing is on, but is that thing on? Do we do we have another one for Susie? Is that one on the ground? Is that working, Susie? Just a million microphones. I love it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. The chaos. Yeah. Okay. We've all got we've all got an active mic. Okay. Oh, that works. Yay! The Guilty Feminist is provided exclusively from Acast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.